Welcome to the Rekindling Ministries podcast series. We are on Season 2, Episode 2.08. We're looking to discuss the seventh question of the Know They Self series, What Are Your Dreams and Goals? My name is Shannon Kirkpatrick, and I will be your host for today's festivities. <laughs> and my name is Zach Rios, and I'm a student at Liberty University studying youth ministry and pastoral leadership. So, Zach, as always, can you give us a quick summary of our last episode, the one that was on magnets? I would love to. So, first, we discussed there were a couple of different things that we talked about with mm-hmm. magnets. And one of the first ones is we talked about why we were using magnets in the first place. Right. And that's because magnets just have that. Um, they are either attracted to each other or they repel from each other. Mm-hmm. And so we use that to talk about both internal and external things. And okay. so with the internal type um, side of that, we talked about basically your Jekyll and Hyde, the good side of you and the bad side of you. Which and so, is which, by the way? Um, oh, that's a remember? great question. I believe Jekyll is good. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes, yeah. nailed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so what we were saying is we painted the – we walked through how to figure out what the extremes of those two things are mm-hmm. and then how to really be pursuing the good instead of the bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also talked about external situation or external magnets. magnets. And so that would be either positive and negative situations and people and just figuring out identifying those. And so then we can move on to the implications of that. And so what do we even do with all of that? Yeah. Yeah. The first half of that was playing off of the previous two questions on on methods and and personality style mm-hmm. strength and weaknesses elaborating in more in depth yeah and then the second half was more circumstantial as you're doing your calling here's some things to keep in mind yep. as far as the people you like and don't like and, and that kind of thing all right cool so what we've had so far you know the first three questions uh were foundational explorations into how you see life and why mm-hmm. And then the next three uh, delve deep into figuring out, figuring out how you tick, right? How you engage that life around you. And so this one, the seventh one, is looking forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first six, we're looking kind of past and present. Now we're shifting and, and we're, lo- we're, looking our, or we're turning our sights to what's coming down the road, right? And so what this one is, is what are your dreams? What are your goals, your hopes, your desires? Where do you want to go with all this, right? Yeah. Um, it's so important to, to, to be able to figure out, you know, what your dreams are and then how to get there. And we're, we're going to walk through, you know, all, all the details of that. Um, and so we're, we're looking to find, you know, what direction are you headed in, when, and to what end. Mm-hmm. So to help with this, the way we ask this question is we split it into three categories. What are your dreams and goals? And we, we base it on the, on the Be Do Have lens. And so the Be Do Have lens we discussed in, in Season 1, Episode 1.04. You know, I'm thinking, too, obviously we've referenced these lenses a lot. And so I'm yeah. hoping that, that if people haven't listened to them, they'll go back and listen to, to some of those EIE and Be Do Have and mm-hmm. Spectrum and all that because it plays into this. Yeah, you know, this kind of for thing. sure. So, uh, and so just as a quick uh, recap of be, do, have, um, your B is all of the internal stuff. It's your character, your attitude, your thoughts, your perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. Do is all of your activities, accomplishments, performance, behavior. And then have would be all of your possessions, the things in life, and then, and then your stewardship or management of them. And so we, we talked about how, you know, society is very have, do, be. Mm-hmm. So once I have more time or more money, then I'll go do what I want, and that'll make me happy, right? Where scriptures would say, no, other order, wrong wrong order. You need to develop internally um, who Christ wants you to be in that attitude and perspective and all that. Then you'll be ready 
to go do whatever he's called you to do. And then once you commit to doing that, do then he'll give you the resources you need, right, to manage it. Mm-hmm. And so, and so we, it's very important for us that we slow everything down and go in a be do have fashion. And which is why we went ahead and set the uh, the question up this way and just splitting it. So you know, because again, baby step is always more helpful. You get overwhelmed with questions like this. I don't know what my dreams are. You know, <laughs> well let's split it into the different categories. Um, and so. Uh, and then another little side note on that, the we talked about how within the within the church, the church recognizes biblically we should move in a be do have fashion, but the church fo- focuses more on the do, um, just because it's easier to measure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the do is important, but to me the be needs to come first. So even as we go through this question here in your dreams, I think it's a really cool way to kind of lay it out. You have anything? Mm. Okay. So with that, let's go ahead and dive right in. So the first question. Um, so so as you're listening and you got your journal, hopefully, or, or you know whatever your your notebook is you're using for this, you want to make a list of um, what kind of person do you want to be. And this is not occupation. Like I want to be a doctor or I want to be a Air Force Ranger or whatever. This is uh, character that we're talking about. Yeah. So what what kind of person do you want to be? You want to make a list of all the character traits that you would like to develop and embody this side of the heavenly gates. So imagine kind of how you want to do this is, you know how like, like with a Jekyll and Hyde, we talk about how we're ugly and we're beautiful at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And as we get older, as we mature in our faith, as we get into heaven, we're going to be, we're going to be that complete version of ourselves. What does that look like? So for me, it would be like, all right, so because because we're all unique, right? So there's not like one, yeah. there's not one um, description of what the perfect person looks like, mm-hmm. you know? Because each everybody's wired with their own personalities and strengths and all that. So given who I am, um, what would what would the perfect version of me look like, right? So start making lists like I'd be much more patient than I am now. Hmm. Uh, I'd be more consistently joyful, you know, that kind of deal. And so, so that's what you're going to do is you're going to make that list of, boy, these are the character traits that if I had more of um, or had, had honed it, I would be really happy with me. Yeah, and if you're having some difficulty thinking of where to start, it might be worth going back and looking at some of the other things that we've gone through, like the methods and different things like that. So like mm-hmm. I'm my I have leadership skills. What would it look like for me to what character qualities would I have to have and be in order to do that more effectively? And that can be a starting point. Yeah. And so um, we don't have a list for this. I was just thinking about this. Like, you know, in the values question, we listed out like two hundred and fifty values oh, yeah. to kind of give you ballpark. Um, I probably should put that in the the book, the next next edition, uh, a list of some of the, those those common. I, I think I do need to do that. Some of those common character traits uh, to give you a ballpark starting list, right? Mm-hmm. I know that like Galatians five, the fruit of the spirit, and then Second Peter one, uh, Philippians two, Colossians three, Titus. There's a number of great, uh, even even uh, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew five through seven. Hmm. Um, there's those are great lists of of uh, character qualities that one can have, right? And so that, mm-hmm. that can kind of give you a starting point. Uh, and so, so as you're doing that and you start, you're starting to make this list of these are character traits, uh, attitudes and such that I, that I would really like to have, that if I was noble and mature and good, this is, this is what I would have. Um, as you're writing that out, put an order to it. And this is really your call. Some people might put an order, an order of importance. And so as they list them out, they're going to rank them. So this would be the most important character trait I want. This mm-hmm. would be the next most important character trait, et cetera. Um, or you could, you could put it sequentially. So, for example, I need to have contentment before I have joy. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and so it might be a, a, like prerequisites. And so you would have your prerequisite character traits and then, and then the, the subsequent uh, character traits. Mm-hmm. Or you can group them thematically. So, um, you know, you could have like patience and peace and calm and gentle, like those all be kind of grouped together, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera. Uh, joy and passion and desire we can group together. So do it however you want. Why do you think I tell people that they should, they should put some order to this? And so then you can really begin to look at patterns that might be mm-hmm. there uh, and just be able to more effectively go through it. Yeah. One, one of the things, you know, I, we can use the puzzle analogy. Um, if you're doing a puzzle, a lot of times, the, you know, some people just want to go piece by piece. But it seems that that there's something good about like grouping them all by color and mm-hmm. by like you know the the, the flat edge and all that, um, because you're 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 breaking everything up into smaller components that's eat more easily digestible, uh, and, and, and and like you said the patterns things that make make more sense. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people to put some order to to that list. Um, and and it, go ahead. And it also might be worth uh, waiting until you have some of the list. Like, don't try and do that as you're right, making the right, list. Right. Um, but once you have a good amount of things listed out, then you can really begin to see where those patterns are. And then that might even help you come up with some more things. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, I've missed this area. And so that you can begin to come up with yeah. more. And then, and we'll discuss this a little bit more later, but as you're doing that list, or once you finish, you'll probably have 15 or 20 or so. You want to also be thinking about uh, how to develop them, <laughs> right, and, and set a plan for it. We'll, we'll discuss that more in the, in the implications. But, you know, because it, it's not just like I wake up one day and I have that character trait. Um, and so there, there's a developing process. How would that look? And, and, and we'll get more on that in a little bit. Um, but anyways, and then and as you're doing that, um, take a look and see if you notice any themes and patterns, what's jumping out of you, what's kind of tugging on your heartstring as you do the, oh, maybe this is the one I, want, I need to develop next, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so why don't we go ahead and give some examples sure. uh, of, of ours just to, to give the reader uh, or the listener you know, uh, uh, an idea. Yeah, so I can start off with my list. Okay. Um, I have, oh, I don't know how many, like 12, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll find out by the end. Um, but mine are, I want to be God-fearing and humble, uh, spirit-led, surrendered to Christ, obedient in the small, minute details of life, uh, honest and reliable, friendly and outgoing, a person people want to be around, uh, understanding and respectful of all people, regardless of if I agree with them, uh, consistently devoted to Christ, a student of the word, and um, following the will of God with confirmation that I'm where he wants me to be. What would you say, looking at that list, which one are you further furthest along with? That is a good question. Um I think probably honest and reliable is one of the ones that I'm further along along with with some of the other ones. And what about the least? The least, um, probably the uh, obedient and the small minute details. Because as I keep learning more <laughs> details, I keep realizing how I'm not actually the best at following through on all of them mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. So the ones that I have from my list are. Uh, God-fearing and humble, persevering and hopeful, loving and caring, uh, passionate, perceptive and wise, happy and thankful, creative, charismatic and fun, honest and reliable, uh, available and confidable, patient and accepting, wise and generous, and well-read and well-traveled. 
So I put down kind of, a, I have like a little title, you know, like a summary. Mm-hmm. I want to be, a, um, actually I probably need to add a third here. I want to be a reliable servant, a good friend, and a contented child of God. And so each of those three, reliable servant, I want to know that, that God knows he can count on me. Mm-hmm. You know, so hey, if I task something with Shannon, he's going to do it. Uh, that good friend, I want to be there for people and encourage them and support them and be a listening ear and all that. And then that contented child of God, you know, not trying to control things and, and just being relaxed. You know, and, you know, child, a child uh, doesn't have a lot of worries, mm-hmm. right, uh, in general, usually. <laughs> um, and so for me, if I know that, like, I'm this relaxed kind of just happy-go-lucky child and I'm also that good friend and I'm that reliable servant, I'm, I'm, and when I say good friend, like, especially with the counsel, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that would be cool. So, so same for you guys, for listeners, you can, you can pause the, the podcast, uh, you can wait till the end, uh, but go ahead and make a list and, and what are yours? You know, um, what kind of person do you want to become? Unpause. Ding. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the next one. So the next, so that, that's the B list. The second question is the do list. And so you want to make a list of all the the dreams and goals that you have of things that you want to do, achieve, perform, try out, etc. These could be heavy and serious things, light and fun things. They could be one-time deals, long-term activities. Really, the sky's the limit. You want to be a kid here. There's no rules. Remember we talked about um, the rules for the other stuff at the beginning, that one of the things is um, don't, um, don't put limits on how you answer this like oh i i'd like to put this but because of life i can't you know mm-hmm. we you know we i think i've said this before we serve a god that can change reality mm-hmm. you know um and so so really just just be just go all out here and, and whatever you want to put down put down now i mean if you want to be the world's greatest drug dealer <laughs> it may be yeah not. yeah we're, we're, we're looking at things that you know you're going to enjoy that are beneficial to others you know mm-hmm. uh, etc um <laughs> And so, so think big, think cool, think impressive, think beneficial, right? Think, think something, something that you're going to enjoy that, that, can, that can help those around you. Uh, and so what are the things that you really enjoy doing? Um, what are ways that, you can, that you're good at helping people? This would go back, like you said, you can look back at your previous answers mm-hmm. to kind of to get an idea here with this. Um, also, be really specific here. And so, uh, and actually, you know what? That just reminds me. Um, going back to the B, let's come back there real quick be specific like so when you list those character traits define them hmm. actually i think probably just i probably have that in my in the implications here in a moment <laughs> um but put a definition to each of those so if you want to be patient what does it mean to be patient you know the unpacking of it all yeah um anyways so with the do be specific don't just say i'd like to write a book what's what book do you what topic do you want to write on how many chapters would you have? What would each chapter discuss? What would be the tone of the book? More, you know, intellectual, informative, more persuasive, charismatic. What? What do you want the reader to get out of it? Hmm. Right? What, kind of what? What's the, the the end goal for you? The purpose? The measurable purpose for that? Um, another example. Don't just say you want to travel. Which cities and countries? What What would you like to see and do while you're there? How long would you go for? In what order would you do this? How much would that trip cost? How long would it take to put aside the money realistically with that? Right. Uh, and so the more specific you are, the better. Yeah, and that just reminds me of, uh, as you're thinking through this, it, the more specific you are, honestly, the more likely you probably are going to actually do Absolutely. whatever that thing Absolutely. is. Because I'm thinking about like um, one of those flashlights that just kind of like shines all over the place and doesn't really sh- do anything. Um, but then as opposed to one of those fancy military-grade lasers uh, yeah, that you can... Or... Yeah, and so... That laser knows exactly where it's it's going. It's going straight, uh, as opposed to that light that dissipates immediately and you can't use to see anything. 
There's a whole issue. I don't even fully understand all this. The difference kind of between the soul or the will and the mind. Hmm. Different theories on how that works, whatever. But it seems like you can manipulate your mind. Well, who's you? To me, it would be your will or your soul. Um, and so the mind is very powerful. The mind is going to you know, give you your feelings and your thoughts. It's going to tell your body what to do, etc. But it seems that you can lead your mind. And so if you're being very specific, you know, if I say I want to travel to Europe, okay, fine. But if I, if I say I want to travel to Scotland, uh, to Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and I want to go see the the cemetery where Greyfriars Bobby is, which is Disney made a movie back in the 50s or 60s or whatever. Um, and, I, you know, I'd go for like, you know, 10 days and these are the places I'd see. And you actually like map out an itinerary. Mm-hmm. That's telling your brain this is important. And yeah. so your brain starts to put it on the front burner instead of the back burner, and you're more likely to get motivated to save the money up to go do it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's huge to do that. And when you go through and you're saying, I want to go to uh, this country in Scotland, and I want to go in two years in May, and it's going to cost $1,500, then you actually have set parameters for mm-hmm. yourself to start meeting. Mm-hmm. So if I want to travel. Well, that's great. Travel. But There's let's put it, some right? feet to it. Right. So you know, same with the book. When we give, we I mean, if you um, wanted to pick up a new hobby, same type thing. This goes back to seven steps to change. We'll probably reference this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So this was episode one point zero nine from season one. That you know, you have there's got to be a discontent with where you're at, mm-hmm. and then you get all that information that you can, right, and, and all that stuff. Um, so so details are, are very very helpful. So as you're making that list of all the things that you want to do. Um, similar to the to the B list, put an order to that. It could be you know sequentially. Like I probably would need to go do this. Like for example, if I wanted to go to France, I also wanted to learn French. You probably need to learn French before you went to France, right? That, that would be the more logical mm-hmm. order. Um, so there could be a sequential order. Could be order of importance. So like or like most desired. And so you could you write like 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 you said, do your whole list first, then kind of put an order to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like what what's of this whole list? What like what are my top three right that I really want to do? Some of these may take 10, 15 years to put together. Sure. But but it just helps to put that order to it all. Uh, and then, and then, like before, as you once you once you go through the list, you can kind of evaluate it, and do you see themes that are emerging? Maybe you can kind of group or, or, or combine, you know, some of these some of these together, uh, and that can that can be really 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 helpful. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and give our examples, just to kind of again put them point them in the right direction. Okay, so my first one is help people understand the love of Christ and what it actually means to be a Christian. Uh, then help people realize that Christ loves them regardless and wants to have a personal relationship with them. Uh, educate people on why they believe what they believe. Uh, and so that's just a lot to have to do with apologetics and just helping people have their own faith, not mm-hmm. the faith of their parents or their pastor or anything like that. Um, provide practical instruction on how to spiritually mature. Um, the, <laughs> when we say that you want to be don't put limits on yourself with your dreams with this. Uh, this is one of those things. Uh, be used by God to unify the American church. Mm. Um, teach apologetics. Have a wife and kids that prioritize loving Christ. Uh, lead my family to Christ daily and moment by moment. Uh, learn world religions well enough to teach their Sunday school. And so I don't want to know mm-hmm. the straw man of what other mm-hmm. people believe. Right, I want right. to actually know That's what good. they believe. Um, and then... Uh, write books, which that one I should have been more specific on, and then just in general, uh, leave a legacy. Cool. Uh, I ha- so I this list I put together, man, probably around 05, 
between 03 and 05. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these I've already begun to do. And so it's kind of cool seeing, you know, uh, how long ago was that? 12, 15, you know, 15 years ago, uh, seeing some of this stuff kind of play out. Uh, it's really, really encouraging. So I, I had put things together like lead others closer to God, teach, inspire, and motivate, especially via the rekindling material. Um, study Christianity, you know, the, the details of the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, fantasy literature, history and international affairs, love reading up on all that stuff, uh, write books, learn a variety of accents, uh, you know, Scottish, uh, Irish, English, Russian, German, French. And, you know, I, and I took a, um, uh, I took a class a year and a half ago. I said, you know what, because of this list, mm-hmm. um, the, Liberty had a, th- in the theater department, they had a stage accent class. It was a semester long and we, we, we learned, um, we learned Irish, I think German. Uh, we learned like kind of high British, like the standard British, but also the Cockney, um, and, and one or two others. And so we spent a whole semester. These kids were so ridiculously talented; it was mm-hmm. insane. So good at what they did. I was all twice their age. I was the old guy that was just I was audit, auditing the class. I made mm-hmm. three hundred bucks and just didn't have any homework. Just took the class, and it was great, and I loved it. I just so so enjoyed it. Um, and, and I you know went through the whole semester to learn that I can't do accents. <laughs> I just, it's such an auditory thing. I've just such so so difficult for me. But at least I tried it right, mm-hmm. um, and that was kind of cool. Um, I have produced and act in a movie, a fantasy or drama. I've got a friend of mine that's probably going to be doing film eventually, a couple of friends actually. And um, I really want to be the bad guy. <laughs> um, I either want to be the bad guy or I want to be like, um, uh, was it the penguins or, or in Mad- Madagascar, the um, the monkeys that are, uh, whatever they were with the crown, the king of the crown, had the sidekick, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So I'd either want to be like, a, you know, if I do a voice in a, in a Disney animated film, be like one of the goofy sidekick funny kicks. Mm-hmm. Or if I was in a live action, I, I think it really could be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> um, learn to scuba dive, learn sword mastery, uh, host a biannual 10 day long festival in a small village, like a Renaissance festival for all my loved ones. Spend six weeks, uh, six months in a foreign monastery, spend a week in an ice hotel. I'm definitely going to do that one. Uh, spend a month in the Caribbean or Mediterranean island, uh, just dancing with friends and having a great time. Uh, visit all seven continents. I've been to four of the seven so far. Which four? I've been to uh, so North America, Europe, Africa, and Asia. Okay. I haven't been to South America or um, Australia or Antarctica. Um, and then I, I, I have a whole list here of places I wanted to visit. Nepal, Mongolia, Tibet, the Himalayas, uh, horseback riding in Central Asia. I want to pretend I'm Genghis Khan. Um, I want to take a bunch of historical tours of biblical places like in Turkey, Syria, Iran, Lebanon, and Egypt. Um, Stonehenge, Machu Picchu, the great libraries of the world. There's some hidden underground cities and there's one in Turkey. Uh, all kinds of stuff. I want to go to the Passion Play in Germany. You know, uh, Oktoberfest, maybe Carnival. I want to do a bunch of cultural, you know, street festivals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my overall summary there was to travel and experience and interact with others around the world, reflecting Christ wherever I go. And so again, some of those I've, I've already begun to do. And, and one of the things here I, I want to encourage people: um, we're all dreamers, but we don't act on it hmm. normally. I had, I had someone once pointed out to me: "Said, like, you ever notice that?" You know, the, the American dream is kind of, you know, start your own business and, and be successful. Uh, a huge chunk of business owners in America are foreign born. And so they come here because they understand this is the land of opportunity and mm-hmm. they do it, you know, you know, yeah. uh, and, and we don't always do that. I remember, oh, that's true. I mean, you know, like it's hard, hardcore truth. Yeah. But then there's something to that. And so I want to encourage people that 
when you begin putting your lists together, hit this be, do, and have list, it's huge mm-hmm. um, to, to see them actually starting to happen. And that actually reminds me of two kind of random quotes. The first one, uh, I have no idea who it's by, but it's basically describing the idea that every child is an artist until it's trained out of them. Mm. And so I think that can be likened to everyone has dreams and passions and things that they really want to do until they get to the point where they're just like, well, I haven't acted on it at this point. It's not going to happen that sort of thing yeah uh, and then also the Einstein quote that says if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it'll live its whole life believing it's stupid mm-hmm. um, yeah that I also think relates directly to this sort of thing because if you think if you're trying to do someone else's goals and you're trying to uh, do that sort of thing so you're just like well I have to travel the world now well no, no don't right. do that um, and so then you can actually be more consistent at doing what you're supposed to be doing and I think there's a fear of failure or yeah. a fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe start small with one of the small ones and do it. Take three months, create that new habit, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can see that, that it was done or there was something that you want to you own, you know, whatever. Um, and, then, and then the more success you have with the small stuff, it encourages you to try it with, you know, try, try it with the big stuff. So yeah. uh, there's a quote from, um, oh, who's it from? Oppenheimer, maybe. I forget who it's from. But anyways, he says... Um, Concern, no, no, Goethe. Um, concerning all acts of creation and initiative, there's one elementary truth, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. Hmm. And so I think a lot of times we're waiting for our dreams to happen or waiting for some certainty, and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you need to act on them um, without that certainty. You know. So, so that's your do list. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the third one is have. What, what is everything you would like to have in life? And so this can be tangible things. It can also be intangible. This is kind of that catch-all category mm-hmm. uh, of miscellany, anything that maybe didn't quite fit into the be or the do list. You could you could throw it here, and as before with all of them, you want to be really specific. So, like if you have, you know, I'd like to have a garden. Uh, okay, great. What kind of garden? Flower or a vegetable? A uh, vegetable. Um, how many vegetables would you like to have? Mm, like seven, seven or eight. Okay, which ones? Um, I don't know, carrots whatever you go through them all mm-hmm. how many rows would you have like you know because you like think through i would want like one row of carrots and one row of watermelon i'd want two rows of tomatoes because i'm gonna eat a lot of tomatoes you know etc um and then and, and how long would the rows be oh i don't know like uh, 15 feet whatever and, and and so what what you're doing is you're visualizing mm-hmm. and you're starting to, to visualize that um and then so how would that work like like where do you get seeds i don't know i'll research it uh you can get them at so-and-so store you know etc um, and, and you know anybody that has their own guard, you could talk to them. And so you start doing that kind of stuff. And again, it's just it's it's bringing all that stuff up to the forefront. So when you have all your minions in your mind, and we talked about the unpacking, mm-hmm. um, and your minions are like, oh, he, he, they're thinking a lot about this. This must be important. So then they join in on you. It just increases the chances, you know, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So so what are some of your have? My haves. Uh, one is one of the the first one that I have is one of those more intangible things, and it's priorities well set and balanced. Uh, then a loving family. Uh, dogs, lots and lots of dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, a house large enough to entertain. Um, I would love to have a boat by a lake. Uh, enough money to be able to uh, be used of God to supply funds for different ministries and people that are trying to follow him. So mm-hmm. just uh, have the ability to be freely generous with mm-hmm. um, people that are trying to follow God. And then just have influence in the unbelieving community. Mm. I have... Um an intimate, romantic, and edifying relationship with my soulmate, uh, children to love and nurture and just mess with, <laughs> play practical jokes on them, um, 
I want to, I want to have time, time just to enjoy uh, with family and friends. I want avenues where I'm constantly learning something new. I want a free schedule. This one I have. This is, is important to me, so as a priority, I made it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a free schedule, health and vitality. Uh, I want a home that I've designed, like lots of stone and wood. I have some visuals for that. Mm-hmm. I, got a, I got a couple of friends that do architecture type stuff. Um, in that, I'm going to have an extensive library study. If I can help it, there'll be the bookshelf that moves mm-hmm. to a secret room, you know. Uh, a, a really cool movie music room. Um, I want to have a bunch of dogs and horses. I love pits, uh, Rhodesian Ridgebacks, um, or some of my favorite favorite breeds. Eventually, a dragon. I think maybe if there's dragons in heaven, I'll have one of those. Uh, I, I think it'd be cool to have a series of pictures and sketches done by artists that I know personally, hmm. just to kind of decorate in the house. Uh, and then another one for me is neither poverty nor riches. Hmm. Uh, it's something I've thought a lot about, um, and I think I'd be pretty content with that. So overall, my summary there is a, a comfortable and free lifestyle, which I don't have a, a lot of that stuff um, yet. I do have the schedule, and I got a couple other things, um, and it's it's nice. It's it's you know, so much of my perfectionism, and I have to go do and do and do mm-hmm. and pull stuff on my plate, and then learning that I can reject all that. Yeah. And 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 you know, Paul says live a kind of like a quiet, simple life. And so slowing things down so that I have more free time if somebody wants to meet and get together or if I want to take a vacation, you know, whatever. Um, and so it's been it's been nice slowing down, let myself be okay with that. It's been kind of cool. Yeah, and something with uh, just the way that we have this organized is uh, for both of our sections, I believe the half section was the smallest one. Right. Um, and so it's just really interesting when you start thinking about it from this aspect, because normally where it's just like, what's your dreams? Uh, well, I want this, 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 this. And it seems to be a lot of material things mm-hmm. when you just immediately mm-hmm. off the cuff start listing things. Right. But when you actually start breaking it down into what what character do you want to have? And then what um, accomplishments do you really want to have happen in your mm-hmm. life? Then it's really interesting how those take the priority that they need to have Mm -hmm. and the things that you have just really drifts down into well yeah these things would be nice but if i if i had to pick a category Mm -hmm. it would be this one yep um and it really begins to put things in that proper perspective yeah that's why i love love that be do have concept Mm -hmm. so so now you take your time um to do your do list and your have list uh, uh as you need so now you have your lists you've put some order to it so what what do you do with this what what are some of the implications where do you go from here um, so we've already been saying, do you see any patterns or themes in your answers? Do they connect with your previous answers to the other questions from know they self? Mm-hmm. Um, do you see that, you know, you've got some talent that plays into one of your do goals, you know, it makes sense. Sure. Um, and so, so what, how might you group those things together? So like, for example, you might have like, all right, here's like, I have two work things that I want to do. And so like these characters st- uh, traits and these items will help me accomplish that work thing A, mm-hmm. and then these character traits and these items will help me accomplish work thing B. Then I also have like uh, a, this family thread. So these character traits and these haves and these do's will all play into that family thread. Mm-hmm. Then I might have a couple like social fun threads, right? There's, there's different things out there, um, but it'll help put some organization, you know, uh, to that. Um, and so, and, and be I, idealistic and discerning. So that goes back. The idealistic is obviously dream big. Discerning, I, did, I started to write in my notes, be ide- idealistic and realistic. Um, I, I changed it to idealistic and discerning 
just the discerning is there's a timing mm-hmm. to this stuff. It may not play out exactly the way you would want it to play out. You know, you, you, you want to trust God in this. You kind of want to let him lead you and, and nudge you here. Yeah. Um, let him tweak the dreams. Let him orchestrate the timing. Um, you know, remember that for him, B is a, is a very important, even more than to do at times. Mm-hmm. So as you're sitting with him, say, God, show me, you know, how, how can you and I kind of work out these dreams together as far as like grouping them sequentially in order, yeah. uh, what the details look like, et cetera. Um, cause he, he's planted this stuff in you, but he knows the details better than you do. Yeah. And along those lines, be willing to be flexible with your list. Yeah. Um, because you might have all these great things and like this, these are the things, this is what I want. And this is what I want to be, do have, this is wonderful. And then God's just like, no, yeah, those are, those are good things. Uh, but w- let's take it this direction. And we, if we are so caught up on our individual list that we made, mm-hmm. we can miss out on something a lot better. Right. Right. Um, and if, if we're just unwilling to conform to what God's trying to show us. So another note with this is, and you know, we we're praying about this beforehand. Um, I'm hoping that you guys can really be in awe of, of your lists, you know, as you're tweaking them and refining them and, and mm-hmm. understanding them better and putting the details down. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I said this back in the early episode or not, but sometimes people, I've had friends that, you know, our people were told to go take the Know They Self group and they don't. And they, and one of the reasons why is they were afraid to find out what their calling was. You know, it's like, what if, what if I have a calling? What if God has given me a calling that I don't want, hmm. you know? And God will never give you a calling you don't want. Um, he's going to ask you to pay a price that you don't want to pay. Hmm. But it's going to be a calling that you enjoy. And so one of the things for me is we, as we go through the seventh question, as you're looking at all these answers, and I, you know, I have no idea if you've been listening once a week, so this is the seventh or eighth week for you now, or you've been binge doing this you know, over a week-long vacation, or, <laughs> or um, you know, two years <laughs> you've been kind of um, slowly putting around right with it all. Um, but as you're, as you're looking through your answers and you're seeing all these things coalesce, I hope that you're beginning to make sense. I hope that you're beginning to see all of this is connected, right? It's not coincidence. It's not just chance Mm -hmm. Um, that there is a creator God who knit you in your mother's womb and he knit you intentionally and he knew what contribution he wanted to make to the world through you. Um, he knew what verse, you know, he wanted you to, to, to sing or to recite or play, you know, in, in, in the play. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, He's not going. You know, we, we've talked about how he's not going to wire you as a hotel, then ask you to serve as a basketball arena. Mm-hmm. Th- that wouldn't make sense. So as you're going through all this and and you're realizing, man, so because th- this can be where the things begin to click. So when you're looking at your list and you're looking at some of those things that you're really passionate about, um, like, man, that would just be awesome if I could do that. And you look back at your um, personality style and your methods and your strengths and your weaknesses, and you see that um, you're wired for that. Mm-hmm. That's not coincidence, you know. Yeah. Um, go do go do something with that, you know. When you can look and see how your beliefs and your values uh, form uh, or color your dreams, mm-hmm. when you see how events in your timeline have actually equipped you for these dreams. Um, I believe strongly in this. This is, you know, for me personally, when, and this was back from the first episode, um, kind of telling my story, you know, um, 
when I when I was going through my own version of Know They Self, I had different I had Christian and secular books I'd bought. This was in uh, 02, 03, 03, 03, 04. and I was reading through and I was I was answering those questions and I was and you know a lot of the same questions you're hearing now, and I was putting the answers together and I was seeing it all come together. You know, because I was in my early 30s at the time and I'd spent 10 years just goofing off as a bartender. You know, all that jazz, mm-hmm. and. And I'm like, man, this is amazing to me that I can do these things, you know, and it makes so much sense. And it's not coincidence. Like, like to me, it, you know, if somebody's still wrestling with whether there's a God or not, um, you know, you can look at, at all of the, the patterns in scripture and in, in creation, Fibonacci sequence and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and think, man, something, it makes sense that something was out there, whatever that something is. And even in, in, in the creation of your own life, we, you, it's just hard to mm-hmm. chalk it all up just to coincidences or randomality, you know? Yeah. That there's a pattern to it, and so I hope that that the listener can really be in in awe and start to get choked up and be like, "Man, maybe there is some hope for me," you know. Um, and it's it's tough for me us doing a podcast, yeah, that we can't necessarily get that feedback. I mean, people want to you know email and certain messages and say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Great, That'd be, that would be awesome." But I'm really hoping that that as you the listener are listening to this, that that this can really just click. You've got. A purpose you've got a niche a calling whatever phrase you want to use mm-hmm. test it out right begin that begin that adventure yeah and it's a really cool just something that you just said um, the complexity of nature I think can really show that there is a God there's something out there that's creative and powerful mm-hmm. and you can just see that from sunsets Fibonacci sequences just all of this but then um, the God of the Bible isn't just an all-powerful creative God. He's also incredibly personal. Yeah. And so as you begin to go through really this whole process and you can see how really the complexity of you fits together, I think that it's just another demonstration of the personal nature of God, Mm -hmm. that he is Mm -hmm. about the individual, not just the big picture stuff. He's down in the minute details of you. And he um, knit you together in your mother's womb. And there's a reason that you are the way you are. And uh, just if we can be a just a way that God uses to show you that or even to just show you that you you do have value and you have a purpose um, and just be an encouragement through that, then that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so so as you're listening and you're thinking and you're pondering, um, reflecting on all this. I hope that you're starting to see an answer, right? Is to, to to knowing you know knowing thyself and knowing thy calling, mm-hmm. um, and and you can begin to lay out a plan. I mean, and this this can be where it's really really difficult. Um, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Mm-hmm. How do you run a marathon one step at a time? It, it's our brain sometimes we we think we're supposed to make these huge leaps and bounds. It doesn't normally work that way. It's just one small step in front of the other. Because I feel like. Even in the American society, it's like you're supposed to work hard so then you can retire. Hmm. I don't see God's economy playing out that way. I see him over the course of his whole of your whole life, him working his calling through you over the course of your whole life. So, you know, Moses was 40 when he first got revealed to him his specific task. Mm-hmm. 80 when he started, 120 when he finished it, you know. And obviously the character development was over the course of that whole time. And so I'm a big believer in, you know, I was in my early 30s when I kind of rebooted and started over. It's never too late to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just, this is going to be really hard. You gotta, you gotta, you're in it for the long game. Remember, remember the slow turn of the boat? We talked about the slow mm-hmm. burn, slow turn. Uh, baby step this, you know. And know that it's not about I need to accomplish all this in the next five years so that I can be proud of myself, et cetera. No, it's over the course of your whole life, this mm-hmm. side of the gates. 
And so start with it, you know, one of those character traits that you want to develop, start developing that character trait. Um, and then there's a couple smaller tasks that, that shouldn't be too difficult. Do them, right? Be successful and get encouraged by it. And then, then start turning to the bigger tasks, mm-hmm. uh, the have, yeah, that's why we kind of put the be do have in that priority, right? In that order. Um, but what, see, what I believe is society is going to, is going to determine your success for the most part in the now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? God looks at it over the course of the whole life. And so when you're at Judgment Day in the accountability session, God, God's going to look, and, and if, if you did that slow burn, that slow turn, that baby step process, one step in front of the other, two steps forward, one step back, stumbling, bumbling, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the, you know, it's the tor- it really is the tortoise, not the hare in Aesop's fables. Um, and if you take the tortoise approach, um, society won't always understand it. You'll have pr- pressures put on, put on you. Um, but you have to be patient with yourself and patient with the plan. And, and over the long term, you can begin accomplishing all these things. And it's incredible to yeah. look back at that. And it's amazing how impatient uh, we are as people. Like, as I'm thinking about this, um, I'm relatively young, and there's a lot of things that I want to do, and I want to have, and I want to be, and I want them all now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't want I don't want it to take a lifetime. I, I have all this energy. I have this yeah. uh, all these opportunities. I just, I just want it. Let's let, come on, let's go. But that's that's not the way God works. And right, just right. what you were saying with the whole being content to work through that process and not just say the end goal is the only thing that matters because it's not the only thing that matters. There really is something to be said about the importance of the process and mm-hmm, going absolutely. through and learning the lessons you need to learn and the sequential going through and improving the different things that you need to improve on. There's definitely something to be said about the value of that. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that Know Thyself does not do is actually help you carry that out. Hmm. So, you know, I realize Know Thyself is very much an identification thing. It's helped yeah. it's helped you become aware of it all. We've talked about eventually starting like a Know Thyself two and the Know Thyself two would actually be like these like monthly groups where you would come together and start working through some of the details. So that is, is a little more difficult to do. And mm-hmm. this is where like life coaches um, can come in. I, I got a buddy of mine, Steven, that's just fantastic at that stuff. Um, and, and so they can kind of help you with that, you know, that next process. But what I will say for right now is, so, you know, looking at your dreams, which should you begin with first? And, and practically, what are, what are some of those baby steps? So let's say you find one of those character traits that you want to develop. First, this is what we were mentioning earlier. First, you want to scripturally define it. Mm-hmm. So what exactly does that? Don't It's not how you define it. It's how scripture defines it. And so patience is a, you know, uh, the short version that choosing to cheerfully endure the bad happening to you for some other good, right? Um, I have a longer version of that. But mm-hmm. um, but you, you pick that character trait. You look at the Hebrew, the Greek, these with all the unpacking studies, which we'll be doing in season. So season three, by the way, because um, we're getting close to the end of season two here, season three is going to be unpacking a whole bunch of different concepts and topics and issues mm-hmm. uh, scripturally. And so we'll, we'll help you with all that. But you want to you want to scripturally define it. You also want to figure out what are the motivations and benefits to this. So as I develop this character trait, what are the good things that are going to happen for God, others, and me, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then the contextual application. So given my circumstances, my timing, et cetera, how can I begin to learn that character trait? Uh, and then looking for the opportunity, right, to do so. Uh, if you if there's one of those deeds on the do list that you, you know what, this is the one I'm going to tackle next. This is the one that I want to accomplish. Uh, visualize it, right? Visualize mm-hmm. it in details and then begin planning and organizing uh, according to those details. <coughs> Excuse me. And then a patient... Uh, implementing you just, yeah. you just step by step um, if you want if there's some of the haves that you want to acquire 
you know, you prioritize them and then you plan and budget how you're going to get them and then you just patiently pursue them. Mm-hmm. Those are just some, some quick little steps that you can take. Um, and the seven steps to change can go a long way with this. One of the lenses that we teach back in season one, it's episode 1.09. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go back and listen to that and that can kind of help you practically, you know, th- uh, through it all. Um, so, we, you know, we, I ask this question each time. So that that's that's the question, right? What your dreams and goals split yep. up in a be do have fashion? Why do you think it's important to, for the listener to actually take the time to go through all this? Yeah, one of the main thing. Well, maybe not the main things, but one of the really good ones is that this is an exciting process. Mm-hmm. Um, going through and thinking big picture, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to be? What things do I want? Like that's just really exciting, and it can be a lot of fun to just sit and think about that sort of things, and then move on to actually start implementing them. Right. Um, and it's it just really helps you begin to make sense. This one, um, like we've been saying, it brings together some of these right, previous right. ones. Uh, it brings together all six questions leading up to this and just really puts feet to what that looks like. Mm. And so, like, what does it look like to be uh, to have the gift of teaching and the spiritual gift of exhortation and like all these other things? Well, it looks like you should start working towards teaching at a large like there's a lot of different ways that this can practically begin to play out. And so it's just really, really therapeutic in that sense. And uh, just more of what we've been saying, it just provides the details of how God's wired you and why, uh, and just really helps you to be able to work through some of those different things to figure that out. And then you can really begin to, like I just said, put steps on how to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so now we're going to transition into a time of question and answer and just finish up any last thoughts. Okay. So the first question that we have that we like to ask for all of these different topics is just what are the sweet and sours to identifying your dreams? The the biggest sweet is, you know, exploring these things that stir you up. Hmm. Um, a lot of us kind of live life getting by. And so this question can really start putting some more substance and some more color to life. Hmm. You know, Larry Crabb talks about the two core desires of every human is, is security and significance. They want to feel they belong to something and are safe there. And they want to feel they can contribute back to that. And so um, this this question here can, can do that. So it can really, really just stir up some, some higher thinking, right? mm-hmm. more noble things. Um, this biggest sour is it can get overwhelming because you're also going to realize the cost and effort hmm. that's needed to accomplish that. It is not easy. And so... That can be, it's a good thing to recognize that cause, but it can be a little overwhelming um, realizing, okay, this is, this is going to take some work mm-hmm. right, to do that. Secondly, what if people are having difficulty identifying their dreams? Yeah, some people, they, they, I don't know what I want, right? Um, two things you can do. One is um, let God kind of lead you. Say, like, Lord, can you, can you stir up some desires in my heart? They're already there. Can you just stir them up and so I can, I can recognize them, right? Yeah. Um, another one is just to experiment, just go out and try try new things um, with with life. And and sometimes you know we're we're scared and there's the fear, so mm-hmm. it helps to have somebody with you, right? And so if there's something you've always wanted to 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 try out, go try it out. Maybe you research it first and read about it or watch a video on it, yeah. And then maybe maybe you go try it. But just experiment, you know. Ask other people what they do, mm-hmm. uh, kind of you know uh, investigate with them. And and it's just a matter of like looking up things. There's a lot of stuff out there in the world, yeah. 
And uh, and now that you have the internet, it's it's pretty easy access to at least kind of find out about that. Mm-hmm. And so just explore a bit and, and see what stirs you up as you go through that. Yeah, and uh, that just reminded me of a verse that talks about God giving you the desires of your heart. And I remember hearing and explained that that's not saying that God will give you the individual things that you want. Right. And so as you go through, just like, I desire this. And so then God will give that to you. But that's more of an idealist, well, not idealistic, but uh, just bigger picture. And mm-hmm. God actually gives us actual desires. And so like the fact that you want to go and do the whatever mm-hmm. thing it is, that's actually a God-given desire. Yeah. And I think it even puts the condition of, you know, find your delight in him. Mm-hmm. And he'll give you those desires. Yeah. So as you're really, you know, wherever you at, you in your faith, um, as you're trying to pursue more with him and mm-hmm. just understand who he is through Scripture and prayer, uh, then you'll feel more comfortable, and then that stuff will awaken. Yeah. Yeah. And so, thirdly, what are we supposed to do in regards to other people's results? Yeah. So it's kind of it, it's cool to see other people's lists, right? Their B and most people have never done a B list. Mm-hmm. So as you're listening to this podcast and, and you really like this process, you can ask your friends, "Hey, what would be like your five or ten, fifteen character traits you'd like to develop?" Like who who asked that question? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yeah. great question to ask. It is. Um, and so you can you can learn what other people's um, lists are mm-hmm. and celebrate that and encourage them to pursue that. You know, um, and then and, and we, we talked about this before. If their list is a little bit off kilter, you know, so um, they one of their character traits they want to develop is hate because they feel hate will protect them from the tragedies of the world. Sure, I get the logic behind it, but that's really not what we want to pursue. You know, um, and so you could kind of help nudge them back onto more healthy. Uh, healthy lists, right? And this goes for you, you know, for you too as well. So, so those that's just some some quick Q and A. We're gonna wrap up now with that, and next week we're heading into the either the last or next to last. I'm still working through that, mm-hmm. um, but it's gonna be putting all this together, uh, mapping everything out, helping you identify um, like w- the conclusions to come to and the decisions that you make. Uh, you know what what the, what the next step is. So you can come back uh, for the next episode uh, as we wrap all that up. Awesome. So if you have any questions, feel free to uh, give us an email at info at rekindlingministries.com or just visit the website at rekindlingministries.org. We'd love to hear from you guys, see how it's going through this process. And we are looking forward to wrapping this lens up soon. All right. See you. Bye.